0: this is dj dr chris
1: and it's your favorite nurse practitioner Bree. today i'll be talking
0: about sleep apnea and alzheimer's
1: and i will be discussing that little injection that you can take to help with weight loss that sounds exciting and guess what else we have this week chris You tell me a special guest and opening up
0: all right and after that we'll pop in a bottle and see what comes out i'm ready let's do it okay Bree. so tell me what's going on
1: I'm already drinking because we have so much to be thankful for. Cheers.
0: Me as well. Cheers.
1: All right, people. So in this week of your weekly dose of BS, we're going to be talking about this magical shot that you can take to help with weight loss. So disclaimer, of course you need to talk to your primary care physician before you like add any supplements to your regimen because we're not sure what medicine you take and what may interact with any like over the counter medication, but it is called a lipotrophic um, injection. Usually, it has B12 in it. That's what most people say: B12, B12, B12. But did you know that you can be deficient in other Bs that can help with energy and curb your appetite? So this injection helps curb your appetite, so you're not—you don't want the sweets as much—and then it gives you energy to help you want to work out. The injection that we give at Synergy Health, which I would you would meet me and see me, is it, had, it contains B1, B2, B3, B5, B6, B7, B9, and B12. So that is like folate, biotin, niacin, riboflavin, thiamine. So there's a couple of things that helps you with the weight loss and it helps you with energy. So let's just pick one of the Bs. Okay, B7 is biotin. Biotin is essential for your carbohydrates and fat metabolism. It regulates genus expression. Yeast, eggs, salmon, cheese, liver, amongst other best foods, has biotins in it. So, like if let's say you're on a specific diet and you can't have salmon or you can't, I mean, which I don't know why people do this, eat liver. You.
0: Liver's good for you.
1: But it's nasty, in <laughs> my opinion. You can take this and it helps supplement. Um, let's look at. The niacin. Niacin plays a role in cellular signaling, metabolism, metabolism, and DNA production. So you need that as well. Foods that you can find niacin in it is chicken, tuna, and lentils. Some people don't eat chicken because they're vegan or vegetarian, so they won't eat chicken or tuna. So what they would get it from lentils. Sometimes that's not enough. So you can get a shot once a week and get all of your vitamins that you need to help you lose weight and have energy. So I just thought that would be something I could share with everyone because I have started on it because after the wedding I have gained like 12 pounds because I've been eating like there's no tomorrow and I feel like my hormones are all off and it could have been that I was on a really bad diet before the wedding and I wasn't eating anything at all but I'm trying to, it's the new year's resolution, I'm trying to lose weight again, get back healthy, we'll probably have challenges in the new year so come check me out at Synergy Health. Um, Let them know that you heard it on the podcast, and I can maybe give you a deal.
0: Well, you know, you're getting married, so you want to like plan starvation, right? And then you just it wasn't starvation because I was still (laughs) eating
1: Parmesan fries. Let's be clear, I just didn't eat them all the time like I do now.
0: Yeah. So the B12 deficiency is super common, right? Just about everybody, Mm -hmm. especially with vegetarians and vegans. Uh, You know, like you mentioned, liver is a big source of it, and a lot of meats. so, the vegetarians specifically have to really, almost like the supplement, it's really hard for them to get all that B12 in.
1: It, it's true. Or
0: take the injection.
1: Or you just take the injection like I do. It's a quick little shot. Most people don't feel it.
0: Cool. All right. That's pretty cool. Good so, stuff.
1: tell me what's going on in the rehab corner. In
0: the rehab corner, this is going to be kind of a quickie. So, uh, sleep I like apnea. <laughs> it's sleep apnea and Alzheimer's. And I say Alzheimer's, I really should say neurodegenerative diseases. Okay, so a few weeks ago, I talked about the lymphatic system, uh, which is basically a drainage system for the body, filters debris out of the body. Um, The brain has a very similar system called the glymphatic system. The glial cells are involved. They just put the G from glial in front of the lymph and call it glymphatic. That's what it does. So it's relatively dormant during the day, and it's active in the evening when you're sleeping, particularly in the deeper stages of sleep this is where sleep apnea comes in so if you have sleep apnea you never really truly enter the deeper stages of sleep mm. and that's yeah and this is pertinent to me because i have sleep apnea i right? wasn't
1: going to say anything <laughs> but
0: <laughs> i've always had sleep apnea. i guess that's
1: a damn line when you were a baby you did not have sleep apnea don't be saying that
0: my entire family snores i've snored since i can ever remember
1: Okay, it's not snoring. It's like literally, he's calling hogs. Have you ever heard like? It's like.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Brie had to share a hotel room with me one night, and uh, it was bad. You guys left at what five in the morning?
1: We we left at seven, but that was because of our dogs.
0: Because I'm an obsessive mom. I didn't have my CPAP that night, so.
1: And he got mad when somebody tried to call him out that night. Did I? Yeah, you were angry. I'm a sensitive sleeper. You know what? <laughs> Finish it. <laughs> Anyways,
0: so there is a protein called amyloid B, I believe. It's a sticky protein that sort of accumulates throughout the day, um, and it's correlated with degenerative diseases of the brain, like Alzheimer's. Uh, so one of the things the lymphatic system does is, you know, flush out that, that mm-hmm. protein. Um, and if you're never able to hit those deep layers of sleep, then never gets flushed. It accumulates more and more. Boom, that's the sort of the link between. I'm not saying it's a causation, that's that's the indication that there might be a link between the two.
1: Now, usually I don't always jump in the rehab corner, but I will today. Jump in. So I used to be um, I used to work in a neurologist's office. There is a big difference between which not okay, let me take that back. Not a big difference, but a slight difference between dementia and Alzheimer's because the diagnosis of alzheimer's only happens after the person has passed away and they biopsy the brain there's the brain has certain chemicals that form as you say Mm -hmm. and that's how they can tell the difference so don't think just because your grandma got dementia that she's gonna it's gonna develop into alzheimer's sometimes it's just like oh i forgot my keys and that's what it is that's it there's medication out there. Namenda is one of them that you can take, and it helps with memory. It helps with the production of the, um, I think it's acetylcholine, and it helps with your memory. And um, so a lot of people don't realize, like, the things that you do to your body while you're young will affect your brain later on. Mm-hmm. Drugs being one of them. The, was it LSD? Mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't say marijuana per se, but like just different drugs out there can affect your brain. And alcohol is one of them. Now, we drink in moderation. Y'all hear us drink every week. But drinking once or twice a week is different than drinking every single day of the week. Mm -hmm. And the amount that you drink Mm -hmm. every single day of the week. I know people that you can put a 12-pack back and not be phased those are the people that you're going to see with dementia and it's alcohol-induced dementia and not Alzheimer's. So that's just something else that you should think about. And if you have any questions, go to a neurologist and they'll be able to discuss it further.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you snore or you, uh, you wake up and your spouse is in a different bedroom, that's a sign that you probably <laughs> have or some your badminton. friend. your friend <laughs> leaves you. Yeah, they call it sleep divorce, mode. that's yes. the term for it. It's called sleep divorce. That's what they or if call, there's yeah. a pillow
1: on top of your face as Michael has yeah. because he's snoring and I can't sleep.
0: Or your ribs are bruised
1: because I'm like, I know. you. Michael will start yeah. snoring and I just like hit him. He's like, what? What, what happen? And I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> sleep. Trying to get like in so deep before he goes back to sleep. Yeah.
0: Get it diagnosed. The sleep studies are really easy these days. There's a take-home test. You don't Take have to home. do the twenty four hour in you know, a lab. In and a cold type of room. It's easy. Uh, and so I've been using CPAP for like probably two years now and when he I so, No. So <laughs> reason I didn't have it, we were in a hotel and I there was just one little part that was missing and I told you to come get it and you did you're like, Yeah, we'll be fine.
1: I was like, because I was already on my way and I was like, I don't we were going to Fort Myers and I was like, I don't want to turn around. Yeah. I was like, We'll be okay. Little did I know And
0: I was like, You don't understand what happens.
1: <laughs> I understand now. Though <laughs> that extra fifteen minutes would have net, would not have mattered. Yeah. Well, I'm kidding, Chris. It wasn't that bad.
0: It's bad. Get a diagnosed, get it fixed, seep apples, save your life.
1: <laughs> and your friendships. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, Chris, All right, are you flowing, ready? So are you ready
0: to pop open a second
1: bottle? Pop open <laughs> a bottle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. All right, let's do it.
1: All right, so this week I'm so excited. So I'm gonna turn my popping open bottles and good news of the week into one. Actually three things, if you can see me, I'm holding up three fingers. So first of all, good news of the week. I'm just excited because this is the first year that I had a patient in Naples give me a present and it was a bottle of wine. She loves me. So I can't say her name because of HIPAA violations, but she gave me a bottle of wine tonight. I was like, thank you so much. And it's cake bread cellars. I've never had this. It is so good. It's a cab. It's it's a cab because we bonded over cabs because I'm obsessed with cabs, as y'all know. Besides rose, I drink cabs usually or whatever's in the wine cellar, but usually it's cab. So she gave me this cake bread cellar. So I was like, oh, I've never heard of this. I've never had this. And of course, guess where it's from? Napa Valley. It is from Napa Valley. I love Napa, it's like my favorite thing. So on the cake Bread website, it says, while the skies are blue and the air is crisp in Napa Valley, this winter our tasting room will be closed for visitation. Which makes me really sad because I wanted to go to Napa this um, upcoming, what, year around this time because that's when it's beautiful in Napa. Mm-hmm. But because of COVID, everything got shut down either way this place is gorgeous love napa love this wine we've already opened up and started like drinking it they do have virtual um wine tasting so if you want to go online book an appointment you can like buy the wine and taste it with a um i always say this wrong
0: S- somalia
1: somalia somalia go. So I love Kate Brig. Thank you so much to the patient. You know who you are. I really appreciate it. it really like warmed my heart that you bought this for me. So that's the good news of the week. That's right. It's good also news. my wine that I'm drinking. And guess who I'm sharing this wine with, Chris? Dr. Chris. Well, besides you. <laughs> guess who else I'm sharing this wine with?
0: Lindsay Benazaret.
1: Yes! Our special guest is Lindsay! <laughs>
0: PCA extraordinaire.
1: Yes. So, I mean, I pretty much took over what wine, because Chris Chris is drinking what I'm drinking because we're together tonight. So, Lindsay, tell us about your life. Tell us about what you do. Tell me if you like the wine that I poured in your glass.
2: Yes, the wine was delicious. I don't drink wine that often. And it was actually. It is empty. It is definitely empty. I did finish it. I'll go refill.
0: Oh, you guys thought I remedied it.
2: Thank you, by the yeah. way. <laughs> She's
0: not going to refill
2: my <laughs> you, Is yours empty? No.
0: So, uh, you got your refill. Uh, Alright, so what got you into PT? Mm-hmm.
2: Um, well, back in middle school, which is kind of funny, so obviously I'm kind of dating myself a little bit. It goes bit, back, yeah. Mm-hmm. It definitely goes back. I was running around just like regular kids do, and I fell with my arm stretched out. And it hurt quite a bit. Um, And I was a softball player back in the day, and all of a sudden, I couldn't throw a ball anymore, and it was just really painful. So I told my parents about it, and they sent me to an orthopedist, and then the orthopedist sent me to a physical therapist at the hospital. And when I walked into the room, I was just enamored with everything that I saw and fell in love with it as soon as I saw what it was going to do for people. And ever since then, so basically, ever since I've been 12 years old, I've always wanted to be in the physical therapy field. So... Right now, currently, as of 17, well actually it'll be 18 years this May, I'm a physical therapy assistant. I've been doing home health physical therapy for about 16 and a half of those years. Um, And for the last year and a half, I've been working at Synergy Health um, with outpatient physical therapy as well. Um, And about a year and a half ago, I decided that I wanted to get a little bit more into the health and wellness uh, program. After I got my physical therapy uh, degree, I wanted to continue, so I got my bachelor's of exercise science at at Florida Atlantic University and also became a personal trainer. Um, And I did that for a while as well. Um, But about a year and a half ago, I decided I wanted to get a little bit more into the health and wellness field and decided to become a health coach. So now I'm a practicing health coach and um, as well, I have a nutrition background. I also do uh, 5K races, 10K races, triathlons and obstacle um, course races, which is a lot of fun. So I also train people to do this and I run them myself. Um, and I just ha- I have a ball doing it. My program is basically based on physical fitness, nutrition, and breath work, which also helps you have a open mind and just be happy. Um, I work with, like I said before, with athletes as well as older women from their, in their 50s that want to just basically become healthier and learn how to um, basically be healthy. I do this through integrative goal setting. We set goals and then we attain those goals depending upon how long it takes to reach those goals. Sometimes it's a little bit longer. Everybody's a little bit different. Everyone's goals are different. Um, and then you basically um, become healthy. Uh, a lot of that also has to do with your nutrition and what you eat, because what you what you do put in your body will affect your mental state, and obviously that will affect your physical state. So it's all kind of wrapped up into a couple of different things, but produces a whole lot of other things. Um,
0: you mentioned there's two things. I Want to ask about your nutrition and your uh, breathing. So first of all, what, what's your sort of take on nutrition? Like, what's your personal nutrition like? Are you uh, are you a meat eater, for example? Like, How do you kind of sparse out your, your day?
2: Um, well, basically, let me explain, actually. I, I also forgot to mention this as well. I used to be uh, about 50 pounds overweight back in the day as well, and this is also how I got into this. So I lost over 50 pounds 17 years ago. And the way I did that, actually, was Weight Watchers back in the day. Uh-huh. We basically counted points up, and you know, calorie deficit basically equaled um, you to lose weight. What I do now with myself, is not necessarily calorie deficit anymore, but I basically just try to balance out my meals. Um, I don't always eat perfect, but I do pretty much try to balance everything out and eat a little bit of everything. Um, So I eat meat, I eat fish, I eat chicken. Um, I I eat a lot of um, uh, cashews. I like almonds. She doesn't like cheese. This what? is <laughs> I'm jealous. That's, that's like
0: my big downfall.
2: That's actually if not I could che-
0: just cut cheese out. My life would be so
2: I hard actually hard love bad.
1: cheese. It just doesn't like me. See? Ah. <laughs> Lindsay and I worked together and I'm like, Lindsay
2: you want some cheese? She's like, No, I can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have found in the last couple of years, taking dairy out of my diet and also taking gluten out of my diet, I'm not as bloated and I have a lot more energy and I feel pretty good. So you know everybody is different. That doesn't mean that everybody should be gluten free or dairy free, um, but you know certain that's just things. What works for you. Yeah, that's what basically what works for me. I wouldn't ever press anybody to do something like that. They need to figure out what um, what works for them. And one of the best ways to do that is actually to have your um, your blood taken. You okay. can also ha- you can have a um, a food sensitivity t- uh, test taken. I, I do. Um, I do collaborate with a company called Tricor Wellness and where they will come to your house or whatever location you're at and they will take your blood chemistry analysis which will basically tell you what you're lacking and what you need. Um, And then you could also do a food sensitivity test will tell you which foods will actually cause you to bloat which would not obviously make you feel good. So that might be something that we could work on as well if you are a client of mine for for health coaching.
0: Yeah, and so actually I'm scheduled to do one of those food sensitivity tests and like a full comprehensive panel. This week, I can't wait. Probably didn't choose the best week right during the holiday season, but whatever. <laughs> Probably the best snapshot, right? Well, the most honest one, let's put it that way. Okay. But it's really cool because you, you learn all these things that you wouldn't even think you'd be, you know, sensitive to. Like, I know Chris Edwards mentioned, um, I think one of the, you know, goji berries is like this great antioxidant, but he has like some sort of sensitivity. I think it was the goji berries. So he cut that out and things got like way better for him. So it's, it's pretty cool. It's really, uh, like, spot on and tight. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing my results. and I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah, I've actually, um,
2: I know exactly what you mean. I've been uh, thinking about doing that lately since I'm um, onboarding with Tricor. And I just haven't had a chance to do it yet. But the, that will definitely be one of the things I do uh, first of January. I'm definitely not doing it right now. That's for sure. <laughs> but good job. Let me, let me know how it goes. <laughs>
0: Alright, so breathing. I want to talk about breathing. So what's your approach to breathing? I've been doing a ton of reading and research on breathing. How do you incorporate that sort of like in your practice?
2: Well, just a basic version is obviously, um, well not obviously, but bas- basically breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. You oh. just get better oxygen that way, mm-hmm. especially when you're working out and when, you, when you're doing specific exercises. Because if you hold your breath, actually it's actually pretty bad for you because you can your blood pressure can go up and you actually could pass out. So breathing during any type of activity is very important. Yeah. It also calms nerves and it also helps anxiety. So if I'm, if I'm in my car, I'm frustrated in traffic, I'll have to tell myself, let's count to 10. One, two, three, and so on. And as I'm talking, I'm actually breathing out of my mouth, in through my nose and out of my mouth. And that itself will help me. Um, the other thing that you can do is while you're exercising, and you're doing your repetitions, if you count your repetitions out loud, you know that the air is going in and out. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to do a set of ten and you're not sure if you're going to hold your breath or not, you don't have to count out loud, but you can say one, two, three, and so on, and you know that you're not going to lose your breath.
0: Mm -hmm. so true. Yeah, so I didn't even realize I was a mouth breather until I started reading about this, and I started breathing in through my nose, and it made a big difference. So it turns out there's receptors in your nose when you inhale. Uh, it signals nitrous oxide and dilates the blood vessels so you get more oxygen in just from a simple thing of breathing in through your nose. It's kind of wild.
2: Yeah, which is why as a runner that's how you're taught to breathe and you should be breathing that way of course so you can have better oxygen uptake and of course increase your speed and your distance and everything like that. So, uh, and also for older people that have a hard time just breathing in itself or anybody that is on oxygen. And, of course, to, to count your repetitions and breathe in and out so you know that you are. So, yeah, it, it actually makes a big difference. Um, and then it also does help to calm anxiety as well. Um, if, if you breathe a couple of times and just, just like they say, it's kind of funny, like a happy place. Or just think of something that um, can bring you back to your center. Or Think of a happy, positive thought that makes it a, 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 a big deal, the breathing and the, the mindset at the same time. Lindsay do you want to know what comes by anxiety? I do. Ativan. Ativan Ativan is always good. (laughs) I'm going to go the natural way for now. I'll let you know if I need anything though. No judgment. (laughs) None whatsoever. might need that after a race but. (laughs) There
0: you go. So one of the things I do with any back pain patient is I look at how they breathe. And so many times I'm like correcting that, first of all. But uh, so there's there's the mechanical part, right? So if you're inhaling, you're getting lumbar extension, exhaling, lumbar flexion. So just by breathing and concentrating on taking deeper breaths, you're getting sort of non-threatening movement. And the spine sort of is like, oh, I am allowed to move. And things usually sort of temper down a little bit. And then another part of it, and this kind of ties into the lymph axis that I was talking about earlier, is that there is a collection sort of area called the cisterna chyli, just underneath your diaphragm. So when you do diaphragmatic breathing, you press down on that, di- that, uh, that the collection tube and you get some of that lymphatic swelling out of your body too. So it has effects in so many different planes. Something so simple, breathe, but it actually <laughs> has a dramatic effect.
2: Yeah, it actually it makes a, a huge difference. Everybody's like, "What do you mean, breathe?" Just you know, do what I can. So you know, when when I'm working with patients and I'm having them do, for example, a pelvic tilt, which is you know one of one of the main things to kind of to engage your abs, having them breathe just during that, like what you say, it makes makes a world of difference.
0: hmm Yeah, and then the sort of the flip side is people that don't really understand that. They kind of hold their breath to kind of falsely create stability. When they get out of the chair or squat or something and their blood pressure jacks is what they're doing. They're not using muscle to sort of stabilize their spine. They're just pressurizing, right, and holding it and creating, it's kind of like an abdominal brace but it's not really good for your blood pressure. So you have to breathe. Right,
2: correct. Oftentimes, I will be like, I think you're turning red. You might want to breathe right now. So let's stop for a second. Let's rewind. Let's try that again. Yeah. And as you are tightening your abdominals, let's breathe and move that air out so we don't drop on the floor and have to call 911. <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> I also that, like have the I patience lot. I
0: get a bias this guy Guillermo, he's, he's uh, overweight.
1: Uh, oh, Why well, he got to be fat?
0: <laughs> well, because he's funny and yeah, fat guys tend to be funny. <laughs> 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 Right? How many skinny like comics are, are there? There's a few. Right? There's a few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so he used to call like tying his shoes, going underwater, because he would have to like hold his breath. go <gasps> and tie in his shoes and come back up, his face all red. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> 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 all right, I'll stop there. Oh my
1: gosh So, Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on But we're not done with you yet We are going into our next section of our podcast Which is Common Sense Questions Hmm. Actually, no, let's go into, like, happy hour Lindsay, tell us your favorite happy hour spot in Naples, Florida Or in the surrounding area
2: My favorite happy hour spot Well, considering I just moved to Naples about a year and a half ago I'm still kind of checking out most of the, the spots. Um, I would have to say over in the Mercado is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, we've talked about that. We talked about Rocco's Mm -hmm. and I think we talked about Hampton Social. Hampton
2: Social was nice. Cava is nice when if you sit outside and it's not too crowded. Also, Cava. Yes, I would just think that's like a club, but yeah, they do
1: have they have. It is nice before it gets too. Chips uh, that I like there. Yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: So Chris, tell us your best happy hour. Well.
0: She's just my pool. <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs> Chris has
1: been fucking up today. To it. He's just been, like, so bad today, you guys. Like, I'm, like, if he didn't do all the audio and editing, he yeah, would be Yeah, I knew it.
0: I have utilities still, so don't go find an editor. Uh, I like the Naples Pub. Have you been there?
1: Yes. Everybody's been to the pub. No,
0: not the pub, the Naples pub.
1: Like not the British pub.
0: No, not that one on oh, Third Street. It's really cool.
1: Oh, the no, I've never been there.
0: It's kind of like tucked behind Third Street a little bit, and it's just because this big, dramatic entrance with ivy, and everything's beautiful.
1: The Naples Pub. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'll have to check that out because mm-hmm. I've never there been there. There you
2: go. Speaking <laughs> of Naples restaurants, I went to a place called The Bevy last night. Oh, mm-hmm. we yeah, we talked oh. about The Bevy. Oh, okay. We, we like The, we the Bevy. just kind of happened in there after I went to the Botanical Gardens last night. Oh, oh. yeah, with the lights. Yes. The Christmas lights. Yes, yes I went right. there last night and um, one of my friends that was with us was looking for chicken and waffles, but they did not have chicken and waffles at nine o'clock last night. So we ended up having steak and seafood instead. (laughs) (laughs) but the baby is very beautiful
1: <laughs> and they it's, have it's, good drinks and they and do have outside. a good happy hour it's
2: really nice outside it's inside yeah.
1: outside that's why we liked it yeah. so much
2: it's mostly yeah it's inside but it's mostly outside it's i didn't outside. even see a, a major inside yeah too. so it was it, it was really nice yeah and they got
0: that living wall i see a living he wall he talks about the, the living wall. Yeah. obsessed
2: it was very cool I, spring I lights
0: and living walls so
1: <laughs> my restaurant is very basic it's actually a chain like i first heard about this restaurant when i lived in greenville south carolina my favorite place Applebee's. Uh, Fridays. If y'all could see my face right now. <laughs> What's wrong with
2: that? Movie? <laughs> TGI Friday, so who doesn't want it to be Friday?
1: <laughs> no. Y'all know me by now. It's been months since we've been on this podcast. <laughs> the Yard House. So it's similar. Oh, yard right, House. Right, that. Yep, yep. I like the Yard House. They yeah. have a very good happy hour. They have, the, I love the little beer wall that they have. It's like wrapped around the entire bar. And I don't even drink beer, but there's a beer for everyone there. So I like the yard house. They have really good chicken nachos. They have this like tuna tartar thing that they have. Mm-hmm. And the desserts, the brownie with ice cream on top is money in the bank. So something that is not as expensive, the yard house, try it out.
2: Then we can go work out in the park the next day.
1: Lindsay can go work out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I will. (laughs) I
1: will
0: not be there. So, So, Lindsay, how do people find you?
2: um, Well, I am on Instagram and I am also on Facebook. On Instagram and Facebook, you can find me at at, um, True Target Health Coach. I'm sorry, it's True Target Health Coaching. Spell it. T-R-U-E-T-A-R-G-E-T-H-E-A-L-T-H-C-O-A-C-H for everyone out there as well. And my email is Lindsay, which is L I N D S A Y at true target health Perfect. We'll also add that
1: to our Instagram. And then we will also add that to our show notes mm-hmm. so that way you can get in contact with her. And if you have any questions, you can always message me and I will point you in the right direction. So before we leave, and wrap up today, because we probably should, because we've been drinking for a little bit, or at least I have been drinking for a little bit, we're going to do our common sense questions. Oh my God. So again, Dr. Chris was supposed to handle this, but he did not, so <laughs> I will do it again, but I found one where I don't have the answer, so I get to play along, because it's not fair. Um, so it's thanksgiving morning and your grandmother sends you to the bakery for a baker's dozen croissants how many croissants does she expect you to return with
0: i already know because we, we, we asked a, this question we did a baker's dozen so i'll let lindsay go
1: lindsay do you know 13 uh, uh, Yep. oh wait is it right <laughs> yeah it's right because it went on to the next question Woohoo! good Thank job you. lindsay Okay, so the next question is, oh wait, it's the same thing. Hang on, we already know this one too. It's up.
0: See, it's not that easy to Google common sense questions.
1: This is not When you have a group. whole week to find it, <laughs> I found it's something not easy like, then either. Literally, he gave me it. like a five minute window to find these questions. Wives, children, and dogs. Okay. okay. Yeah. So yeah. this one <laughs> I know we have not done. You don't need a PhD um, geographically to have common sense. Which country is Germany? Germany.
2: I was going to say. Germany sounds like Germany.
1: Oh, wait, there's a map that you're supposed to be looking at. (laughs) <laughs> it's in the middle It's
0: like southwest of Czech Which bubble.
2: country is Germany Oh for? I'm pretty sure I can't help you out with that I am not geographically um, You don't need a PhD for this Dr. Chris
1: <laughs> Oh number three Three? Hey Four? I don't have a PhD so I don't know So Germany Oh wait wait, minute What is this one? It looks like Is that Scotland?
0: That's up in the islands. You said three, he
1: said four. I'm just going to guess two, so let's see. Let me see where two is. You're so wrong. You know, I don't know. That's France. Is that France? Mm -hmm. Well, then we'll do three. France is close enough to Germany. Who picked
2: three? I did. I think three was right. Do you know why I picked three?
0: I thought that was Czech Republic.
2: Because three is in the big red there, so I figured it was uh, a little hint giveaway. Oh, give away. Cheater. <laughs> like I said, I'm not Use geographically knowledgeable. Oops.
0: How dare you.
2: Three Work correct. smarter, not harder. Oh. Yeah, three was correct. So Two. was my was my thinking correct then of to use the I big so. red button that are I are saw. Are you
0: sure about this? You Did know. you click away from something? <laughs> <laughs> All
1: Did right. You click on it now? Math isn't everyone's strong suit. How many times can you subtract seven from forty nine? Oh boy. Mm. Seven.
0: As many times as you want.
1: Seven from forty nine? Yeah. Seven? Sure.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it's not your strong suit either, but that's okay. Once. Not
0: our... Oh wait! Oh y- yes, you were right. Because we, we it was twenty five, but it was yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, you're right.
1: It's once. You can only subtract seven from forty nine one time because once you subtract seven from
2: forty nine, it's no longer forty nine. What is it then? I got you. You're supposed to read between the lines. <laughs> you see, everybody. Forty nine
0: minus, seven, minus is... seven is.
2: Pay attention. Forty two. There you go. Okay, so I don't know. <laughs> supposed no, to answer I that. actually. Oh, sorry. I just did that. I know. Oh. Calculator. I did. I just did it. Oh man. <laughs>
1: All right. So, for the last one, oh,
2: I was wrong. Nobody's going to
1: know this answer. Okay. We may have to Google this one. Let's Google. Who was the president of the United States on April 17th, 1994? Oh. I was literally like, was that not Clinton? Six.
2: I was older than 6. <laughs> <laughs> I was in high school. So George George H
1: W Bush, Bush. Okay. Bill Clinton, George W Bush, or Barack Obama. So I know two are wrong because I remember those two. Actually, I remember Clinton as well. It's either Clinton or Bush, but I don't remember when Clinton went into office. I'm
2: going with Clinton. I believe that's Clinton.
0: Uh, yeah, that's all I say too. High school that was high school for me. Oh, I.
2: Yeah.
0: Young compared to you mm-hmm. two. You're like elementary school.
2: You are a baby. You should it's be and happy. I'm 34. That's right. I'm not telling you how old I am. Although I did give a little bit
1: of. All right. What's the final answer?
0: Clinton. Mm-hmm. Bush.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they always say don't change <laughs> your answer, the last <laughs> just go whatever you choose. <laughs> it is George H.W. Okay, I was wrong. Yes. You're
2: you're a good guesser at the end. Bush was I'm in office. a good office. second guesser. You are a good second
1: guesser. Clinton came into office in January 20th, 1993 through
2: 2001. That's why I remember him. <gasps> Nin- 93, 2001? Yes.
0: So yeah, now I remember they be. do that a whole bunch of things sense. in
2: Saturday Live. That doesn't is. make any sense. But that doesn't make sense because yeah that does maybe bush ended office in 93 and clinton came in and in that's probably what it is i am right you're a bad second guesser oh, oh hang on. <laughs> i googled it this i googled, is, this I googled, is I googled it
1: <laughs> i googled it and it said bush was in office hang on let's go to wikipedia because you know it's always right of
2: course google and wiki they they're they're we, we have a.
1: Uh, it says clinton, clinton. Eh, no
2: it does not 92
1: Oh, no, look, it says so he done? January 20th, 1989 to January 20th, 1993, Bush was in office, and then the 93 to 2001, Clinton was in office. Okay,
2: so I was correct. Look at that.
0: So it was Bush. Wait, what was the date of the question?
1: You know what? That is the better question. <laughs> <pleasure. laughs>
0: Is this like the lame duck era, like um, just like the Trumps sure. in right now, where it's like doesn't take like uh, Biden can take office for stuff. a few more weeks? Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> okay, okay <just> yeah, So <laughs> it says
1: Clinton should be in office. Who was the president of the United States on April seventeenth, nineteen ninety four? Yes. It should be Clinton. Yes. But then why did when I googled it, it said Bush? Google's wrong. That's why you can't trust Google. Mm-hmm. Don't ever Google medical questions. Regardless,
0: I was right.
2: 93 to, <laughs> 93 to
1: 2001. 93 to 2001.
2: Google says Lindsay's right. But like when I did this, guess who popped up? The wrong one. Um, that is Nixon, homegirl. That's
1: Nixon? Yeah. That's wait! That's Watergate! Oh my gosh. Well i don't really know my (laughs) president but there you have it folks there you have it ask me a medical question all day (laughs) the president's my husband knows let me tell you we did this at happy hour one time and he literally sat there and named every single one of them and i was like you could be naming someone that didn't even become president and i would be like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) i need to do better my mom is a teacher she would be very disappointed in me (laughs) So, all right Should we wrap it up? I think we should wrap it up All right, it's been a good one Lindsay, thank you for coming on Thank you, Lindsay Don't Mm -hmm. forget to subscribe at Poppin' Bottles on Instagram, Spotify, Google Play We are everywhere now, actually I'm very proud of us Mm -hmm. And then, look on our Instagram underscore poppin' underscore bottles on Instagram All right, this is DJ Dr. Chris And it's your favorite nurse practitioner, Brie Get that sleep apnea checked out Get your CPAP. just get a vitamin lipo shot and you can lose some weight. That's all I have to say. And then say. you can come work out with me. <laughs> no one said workout. Join
2: me to burn out 2020 <laughs> and bounce out 2021. All
1: oh,
0: right. my gosh. This is Bob and Bottles. See you next week.
2: Bye. Bye.